It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Oh, it's Friday. You feel that? I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. Welcome to After 9. We didn't do one yesterday just because snow. And as it turns out, that was a shitty decision because <laughs> it's snowing even harder now. More snow. I decided, well, I'll get out of here early today. No podcast and let, give people a couple days to catch up. And that totally backfired on us. So we're here, and we have two very different days lined up. I, today, am going to get my snow tires on. It's February 28th. I know. And you're just putting them on? Like, mine are going to be off in a month. Yeah. We, I think it's April 1st for insurance purposes. I think it okay, is. Okay, fair. So, fair. like a month and a week. <laughs> Okay. In all fairness, though, we haven't had a lot of snow this winter, mm-hmm. and I do have a couple different cars. I had five vehicles, including uh, the girlfriend and including the kids and yada, 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 that I had to take in in some sort of a weird convoy to get snow tires on. The only one I didn't do was my truck. But I have to drive to Barrie tomorrow for our friend Dave Blizzard's Stag and Doe, and I thought, with the weather in Barrie right now, I better get the snow tires on the truck. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's smart. It's, I'm glad that you're doing it at least because you could have driven without them and I'm sure it's not going to be a pretty drive. We got such great feedback on Wednesday's podcast, by the way, which featured Dave. Thank you to everybody who took the time to send us a DM. We'll do some DMs at the beginning of next week. Yeah. Your day today is a little different, though. You're going shopping to get high. <laughs> well, I'm going to the pot shop. So I have, do this all the time, so I'm curious to hear how your experience I've goes. I've never been to... A legal pot shop before until, uh, yeah, today. There's one open in Kitchener. So you went to the one in Cambridge when it opened a couple weeks back. I'm going to the one in Kitchener, and I am curious what they have there. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been. It's a whole new experience for me. So I'm going to check that out in a couple hours. Got to kill a couple hours, and then I'm going to head there to the grand opening. The ones here are very different from the ones down in the States. The States have got this figured out. We are still not even close. So... You do commercials for them all the time. Well, here's the thing, too, is it's it's interesting because I don't know how it's going to work in here here in Canada in terms of advertising for the pot shops if we have restrictions, because sometimes our country can be really, really strict on certain things. Yeah, what's up with that? Why do I, I not hear commercials for marijuana stores? Not yet, anyway. In the States, I, I voice them for a lot of spots, a couple in Colorado and a couple in California, too. But the ones in Colorado are interesting because the ones I, I voice commercials for are sex shop combined pot shop. So you can get weed and a vibrator in the same place. All in the same spot. Yeah. You know that there's, there's somebody a- who's going to fuck that up and start trying to like vape lube yeah. or something like that. Like it's so strange too. <laughs> I do the totally though. And you know there's going to be like a yeah, totally. There's going to oh. be bong dicks and all <laughs> all kinds of shit. <laughs> Ride it and smoke it at the same time. It's called, uh, the one I do is uh, called Smoking Gun Apothecary. And then they carry like one side's like fucking sex toys and anal beads and the other side's pot and products. That's a strange combination, but, but I you guess. you know what? It's a one-stop shop. And if let's if say. If you're going to try anal, you might want to <laughs> relax a little bit first. <laughs> thing, right? Maybe you're into one, but not the other. You and the other way around while you're relaxed and high, why well, stick this up? Yeah, hey, it works both ways, it right? It never occurred to me to get high first. Okay, <laughs> all right, right? It's a whole new world, baby. Just relax. <laughs> I picked this up while I was there. <laughs> so, I want you to eat this little chocolate bar, and then in about an hour, we're gonna try it. I'm gonna put this right here, right up there. <laughs> <laughs> just you wait. Um, 
Only about a quarter of people have had sex this week. Okay. Did you ask around the office or did you, where'd you get that intel? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's my last day. <laughs> it must be your last day. <laughs> it's a new survey. And they just ask people, when's the last time you did it? Only a quarter of people said they've had sex in the past week. 11% of people had sex once last week. 7% did it twice. 4% did it three times. And 5% did it four times or more. You know what that means? There's a small number of people having all the sex. <laughs> having all the sex. You're hogging all the sex, everybody. Good on Leave you. some for the rest of us. 30% of people say they're sexually active but didn't do it last week. 29% say they're not sexually active, so they didn't do it last week. 15% didn't want to say. I don't blame them. That's a weird survey. It is a weird survey. And even though... E- Sorry. That was my microphone. (laughs) It is a weird survey. And even though you don't get named, right? So these are just anonymous people. Some people still like, they don't talk about their sex life. Period. The end of the conversation. It's over. I don't talk about my sex life, even to a survey, even if I'm anonymous. Even if you're their doctor, sometimes people like, don't like to talk about it. You know? Yeah. Some people are like that. Frankly, doctor, it's none of your goddamn business. (laughs) How about that? So we smoked a little pot and tried anal. That's not the end of the world, right? Yeah, you know. Why don't you come over and find out? I mean, what? What are you, the fun police now? What's your problem? Tell me you've never done it. (laughs) Doctors are getting concerned about people who subscribe to dangerous home remedies that are touted on numerous websites. One of them in particular, though, credible medical professionals are emphasizing that this will not, in fact, help with hemorrhoids there is no medical evidence that putting a potato in your ass will cure hemorrhoids i'm sorry there's people that are putting a potato in their ass dr diana gall tells whales online that those suffering from the condition can attempt to treat it in a number of ways but not by sticking a potato up your ass they're not putting the whole potato up there right like they're chopping it up first like french fries or some shit Cat, if you stick a fry in your ass, you're going to lose it. And you're going to taste chips all the time. Speak for your own asshole. <laughs> How many people could get a fry in their ass and not have it break? Don't, don't because you know what's going to happen? This is going to this will become a stupid fucking TikTok challenge or some shit and it's going to they're going to trace it back to you and me. And it's going to be terrible for everybody. So shut your face. We're going to be on the news and we didn't tell them to stick a French fry up their ass. We just asked, what if you did? <laughs> don't make it a challenge. I would think that the app, okay, I don't know, since we're going down this road anyway, we might as we're well just here. keep walking. I would think that for the average person, if you tried to stick French fry in your ass, it would break. Are but we th- talking shoestring or are we talking like McCain super fry? We can do like fucking super fry. We can do wedges if you want. It would break. There's some people, though, their ass would just gobble that right up. Oh, nom, 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 nom. Wedges. The Cajun dusted ones. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it comes out of poutine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gravy. That's where poutine All comes from. All the gravy. Uh, anyway, don't do that. And don't do anything that we just said. Forget it. Piles, another name for hemorrhoids, often go away on their own after a few days. But there are some tried and trusted ways to keep them at bay, she says. You should drink plenty of fluids and maintain a fiber-rich diet. And try having regular warm baths to ease itching and pain. Oh, can you imagine getting in the tub when your hemorrhoids are flared up? Oh, shit. 
<laughs> if home treatments don't work, she adds, those with hemorrhoids should go to the doctor and not begin prescribing to increasingly outlandish cures instead out of embarrassment. How do you do it? Do you take the, like, do you lay on your back and put your legs in the air and jam a potato up there? Or do you, like, put it on the floor and try and sit on it? You do a little half squat. Are you, like, reaching underneath? Like, here, here. Oh, yeah, there it is. I don't know. Who started this, like, rumor anyway? Like, somebody who's laughing their ass off right now. Someone did it as a joke, right? I have to think. Like, people are doing it. Well, I mean, I have no doubt that maybe somebody, the root of all of this, tried it one time and their hemorrhoids went away. I can assure you, though, it was nothing more than a coincidence because there's nothing medically in a potato that will make your fucking hemorrhoids go away. (laughs) Nothing. PEI holds the cure to hemorrhoids. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. The poor unsuspecting potato. I wonder what I'll be. A casserole? <laughs> French fries? Oh, fuck. What am I, where am I going? Fuck. Stop. <laughs> uh, while we're talking sex, a new survey found that fans of heavy metal are the most likely to have sex in a car. Uh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Oldies fans are the runners up. Wait, what that I'm the type of guy that <laughs> likes to wander around. <laughs> Overall, sixty-five percent of people have Put done on it. the Johnny Cash, baby. <laughs> Let's do this. Have had a sexual encounter in the car. Sugar. <laughs> honey, honey. <laughs> Fans of Latin and classical music were the most likely to not use their turn signals. Let me break down this survey what? a little bit more. What kind of a fucked up survey is this? Oh, it's legit, Kat. It's legit. It's uh, <laughs> it's from TickPick. They're a ticketing company. Okay. They surveyed 1,100 people, and here are some of their findings. Fans of heavy metal were the most likely to have had a sexual encounter in the car. All these fans were second. 75% of heavy metal fans have had sex in the car compared to an average of 65%. So nearly two-thirds have messed around on wheels. Hip-hop was third, followed by traditional rap, and then R&B soul. Okay, I could probably get into the R&B soul. I don't know who's listening to fucking Chuck D and ramming somebody in the car, though. (laughs) Who's doing that? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Somebody's parents somewhere. Fans of Latin and classical music are the least likely to use their turn signal. Well, that's just as reckless. Wow. Just as reckless. Wow. The rest of the top five are uh, include religious music, heavy metal, and rap. According to the survey, those who listen to rap were the most likely to experience road rage. Well, that's just the stereotype mm, on steroids, isn't it? very stereotypical. Were they listening to Eminem? Followed by reggae, pop, an R&B soul. I'm not surprised at pop. Like, well, if you play that fucking Katy Perry record again, I'm going to ram off the road. I'm not surprised by the reggae because I just start moving my, I can't stop moving my ass. If I'm driving, dun, 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 fuck, the car's all over the place. You're fucking twerking away. Summertime. Summertime. Rap fans were also the most likely to admit to going over the speed limit, followed by pop and oldies fans. All these fans, I don't think, can control it. I don't think they have any yeah. idea where the speedometer is. They can't see over the wheel anymore. They're just fucking, like, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel kind of thing there. <laughs> they get on the highway and just hope they end up where they were going. 
I don't like driving on the highway anymore. Because you can't see the lanes. That's why. Please don't also. <laughs> the By po- the way, don't. The poll also asked people for the most annoying music-related things that passengers do in the car. Not surprisingly, it was changing the music without asking. And changing the music in the middle of a song was second. Hmm. Who do you people think you are that get in a car mm-hmm. and think you can just change the radio station? Mm. That's being a dick passenger. That's really rude. That's really rude. 36% of men admitted to having oral relations while they were driving. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's higher or lower? Because I'm sure not everybody admitted it. Some people claimed it, but probably didn't. This felt like, oh, it's a cool thing to do. I got a BJ while I was driving. 36%. Does that sound about right? Too high or too low? Uh, I would think it was actually too low. You think more guys have gotten a BJ at least once? I think so, too. I think that seems low to me. Yeah, I would have expected higher. I'm surprised you don't do it right there at Service Ontario when you get your fucking license. It should almost be part of the test. <laughs> get the examiner. All right, can you parallel park? Great. Do you use your signal? Great. Can you keep your hands at 10 and 2 while you're getting a blowjob? Fine. All right, great. You passed. You're qualified for the roads in North America. Maybe. of men have received hand stimulation while behind the wheel compared to only 22.7% of women. Hmm. Guys, come on. Come on. You need one hand on the wheel. Use your hand for something productive on the other side. Way less women have had a handy than a guy in the car. Hmm. You could help her her out. 19% of respondents have pleasured themselves in the car. All right, well, now we're getting into a weird... This is a problem. This is a thing that happens, too. I mean, we've talked about your story, but what happened to you? Yeah, that was gross. You poor son of a bitch. Listen, nobody knows how to make you happier than you. You shouldn't be able to reach that level of excitement while you're driving. Yeah, pick another time. Any other time. Any other time's fine. Pull over, side of the road. Yeah, sure. Open up the front and back door, and you've got yourself a little bit of privacy there, and and nobody's any of the wiser. Easy peasy. (laughs) Can you believe it? One in five people have pleasured themselves while they were driving? I I can't believe it. But whenever we talked about this before, there was a guy who texted and said, my wife does it all the time. She says it relaxes her on her morning commute. Someone's doing this every fucking day on the way to work. How? You don't even have everything you need in the car. It's just routine. What happens if it's an overly exciting day? How do you explain that to the detailing guy? How do you say to him, there's something wrong in the seats. I spilled a coffee. It's weird. You don't want to get into the car. That's for sure. (laughs) Hey, you want a ride? No, thanks, Janine. I'll walk. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weirdo. One in five have not engaged in any of that behavior while the car was in motion. And here, here. Good for you. Yeah, let's just be safe about it. You managed to resist the temptation. That's fantastic. Uh, We will have missed connections coming up at the end of this podcast, but before that, a couple of other things. This movie that you talked about this morning, a few people have asked me what the title is. Oh, yeah. This is The Girl on the Third Floor. Did I get that right? The Girl on the Third Floor. It's on Netflix. And they say it's the scariest movie ever or the weirdest movie? Okay. What is it? So I haven't seen the movie yet. Netflix came out with this new badge system. For those that don't know, maybe you haven't seen Netflix this week because this just happened a couple of days ago. They launched a new top 10 feature. So here in Canada and in the States too, but just for different categories. Here in Canada, we could see top 10 overall. Top 10 television shows, scripted and unscripted, and top 10 films. Currently ranking number four at last check in the top 10 of films 
is this movie that everyone seems to be watching called The Girl on the Third Floor. And it's creepy. So, yeah, still number four. I'm just checking now. The description says a husband with a bad track record tries to start anew by renovating a rundown Victorian for his family, only to find he's tackled a house of hell. The house of hell, in case you're wondering some details that listeners sent me in. Is it in Brampton? grossed me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm sorry to shit on Brampton. At Scott Fox on air on Twitter, Brampton. I shit on Brampton twice this week. Poor Brampton. You have. That is your second time. So... Apparently, by the way, it's CM Punk. Anyone who's into oh, wrestling, wrestling, anyone who's into wrestling knows CM Punk. He stars in it. He looks good too. Anyway, so apparently, what starts to happen in this house is like you know how sometimes you've seen like those scary movies and like ah oh, the walls start to like bleed or yeah. shit like that. Apparently, cum starts to come out of the shower head. Really? And like all kinds of weird shit happens. I didn't look too deep into it because I might watch it this weekend. I might watch it this weekend to see what the hype is all about. Got 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not terrible. But it's, it's messed up. It's People say really it's really fucked up. Like, yeah. like, it's one of those ones, like, if you were looking for, like, a nice happy ending, maybe don't watch this one. Ooh. Sounds like a happy ending if there was cum coming out of the shower head. <laughs> Someone got a happy ending. <laughs> Just might not be you watching it. It's not indigenous to the plumbing. It's weird. It's, it's really weird. I was looking through Twitter to see um, different reviews on it. One, I, I just the only reason I don't want to watch it. I'm gonna put out a spoiler right now because I got spoiled too. The dog dies in it. Apparently, that fucking pisses me off. Well, I don't even know the dog. I haven't seen the dog yet. <laughs> don't know. Don't like it. All right. Whenever something happens to a dog or a baby, fuck you. I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> I hate when they do that. But anyway, be warned. It's really creepy and weird. And if you have seen it, please DM Scott or I and let us know what you think. As seen on Twitter in a now viral video, a mom not identified. Completely blanked when taking her kids to school the other morning and began driving off without the kids. In the clip, which was posted to Twitter and now viewed 4 million times as of yesterday, mom pans the camera around to show an empty car. She said, I'm driving to school without the kids before she completely breaks out into a fit of laughter. I have to go back and pick them up, she said. I can't believe it. I left my kids at home. The woman claimed she was half asleep and forgot the passengers. (laughs) You had one job. Get the kids to school and you <laughs> forgot the kids. She went all the way to the school and the kids weren't in the car. Right. Okay, that's funny to me. I hope the kids are okay. I'm sure the kids were fine. If they're <laughs> a little bit older, yeah, maybe this could be a funny thing. We're all tired in the morning. I'm not sure. That's the thing is I don't know how old they are. But if they're school age, like, yeah, sh- th- that could be a bad situation. But still funny to me. You but had one job. Good for her for putting it out there. Because you know how many people do fucked up shit like that all the time? By accident. Out of, because they're tired, their parents, they were out late or whatever the case is. They forget to do this or pick up their kid from dance class or swim or whatever. They're not telling anybody. Nope. The last thing they're going to do is post that on their Facebook page or tweet about it or TikTok it or whatever. People are going to think I'm dumb. People are going to think I'm crazy or, or I was on drugs. So the fact she did that. Ah, good for you. It's real, right? It's real. At one point, you have to just laugh along with her. because I mean, Fuck, I can totally see how that would happen sometimes. Yeah. I've forgotten, never my kids, I'll be honest with you. I've never forgotten my kids. Yeah. But I have forgotten, like, keys and phones and all sorts of stuff. You forget stuff. Sure. You just happen to forget the kids when you were driving them to school. <laughs> You'd think you would have figured that out. Uh, <laughs> they're at home going, well, I guess we're not going to fucking school today. Great. 
Uh, I'm going to mention this quickly, and then we will get to the replay of today's Missed Connections. Leap Day is tomorrow, Saturday the 29th of February. It only happens, what is it, every four years we get every a leap year? Every four years, yep. 29 days this month. And somebody who's really bored, I feel like, most of the time, sat down and calculated this out. Because Leap Day falls on a Saturday this year, we're actually, if we're on salary, going to be working an extra day in 2020, but we're not getting paid for it because we're on salary. Here's how it breaks down. In non-leap years, six out of seven days of the week happen 52 times. One happens 53 times. Like last year, there was 53 Tuesdays. But in a leap year, two days occur 53 times. This year, both of them happen to fall on a weekday or a workday. 2020 has 53 Wednesdays and 53 Thursdays. So what you're saying is we're owed a day. If you're on salary, you're owed a day. You've worked an extra day for free. If you're a contract employee or if you are uh, paid hourly, you're actually going to get ahead because there's an extra day of work. For the rest of the people who are salaried, you're getting ripped off. So today's a good day, I feel like. It's miserable outside and it's freezing cold and snow squall watches all over the place. Have this conversation with your boss. Go into your boss's office. In fact, you can press pause on the podcast right now. Go into your boss's office and, and close the door and say, listen here, fucker. You owe me a whole day's pay. That's a great idea. You son of a bitch. I want a loo day. Just a real non-confrontational type of moment with your <laughs> boss. Like, Grab him I've- by the ear and say, listen here, fucker. Yeah, I find they really like it when you just storm in. And you know what? If they're on a call or a meeting, even better. You just walk right in because you're more important than that. Absolutely. In fact, go over to the phone, look them dead in the eye, and hang up the phone on them. Do that. Mm -hmm. Let them know who's really in charge during this meeting. And they need to set this straight. In fact, the onus is completely on them to tell you what they're going to do for you. That's right. Today's payday for a lot of people. It's Friday and it's the end of the month. I think a lot of people have that little extra swagger today because they got their check. Today's a good day to go into the boss and just be really, really negotiation focused. Yeah, just start the convo with something cash like, hey, how you doing? Listen, bitch, I got news for you. Right. News for you? It's very good. It's an informative way to begin the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? If there's like a, a a garbage, for example, in their office, just kick it over so they know you mean business. Just kick that garbage over. Or uh, wipe everything off their desk yeah. all in one shot. They got a picture of their cute little fucking family staring at them? Just flip that. Be flip like, it right over. Remember, I'm owed a day. Yeah, you owe me. You know, nothing in life is free, including me. My time is worth money, and if you want me here... The day before a long weekend this summer, you got to fucking pay. Something like that. Yeah. Walk out backwards while remaining eye contact, just with eye contact completely. Never lose eye contact. Never lose eye contact all the way out the door. And you should be good. You should probably be good. I mean, you'll probably get that promotion within 24 hours. Promotion's a great idea. Now, I was just angling to try and get people an extra day. 
off or an extra day of pay. This is just the beginning of something, though, right? It depends on how you work this. This could be the next chapter of your career. It's a movement if you stop and think about it. And you might as as well just update your LinkedIn right now with that promotion because I have a feeling you're getting it if you follow these very simple, simple steps that we're giving you. Guess what, bitch? I'm going to have new business cards in about 24 hours because guess what you're going to give me? A promotion. Yeah. Because you owe me shit. Lots of shit. <laughs> you know what? You can even follow them to their car and just start taking shit. Oh, cool. Versace sunglasses, eh? <laughs> Mine now. Loser. Even better, throw them off their chair and you sit in the fucking boss's desk. Try that. How about you get the fuck out of that chair and let me take this for a spin? Uh-huh. Put your feet up. Yep. You should probably show them how to be a boss. This is how a boss acts in Mad Men. Eat their fucking lunch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, finish totally. their phone calls. Totally take their lunch. Because you got it. This is for you. We're telling you this is what's going to happen. To get ahead today. Today is your day to own 2020. We don't get a February 29th very often. So with uh, on February 29th Eve, you walk into that office and you grab them by the balls and say, today's my fucking day. Today is my day. And you know what? If they don't have balls, if you've got a female manager, no problem at all. What would we do? What would we do to the female? I, I don't know. What would you do? Grab that bitch's ponytail and give it a yank. Grab her ponytail. Thank you. Okay, you just grab by the ponytail and just, <clears throat> yeah, my fucking day. <laughs> you heard the expression, seize the day. Today's the day you seize it. Have we gone Don't too take far? no for an answer. Have we go too far. Yeah, we're we're crossing into yeah, like we're actual around. violence and, and assault. We're, at we're this saying point. <laughs> we're saying all this shit because our boss is not here. He's not. <laughs> I would love to go see you grab him by the balls. <laughs> I want to watch that. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you for listening, everybody. It is Friday, and we have a tradition on the podcast. Yeah, it's missed connections. Enjoy. To tell you stories about people looking for other people, they cannot seem to find them. But they thought, if I tell that story online, maybe someone will know them or recognize the scenario and maybe they'll see it and get in touch with me. Uh, these are uh, both women looking for men in both these stories. This one's called Costco Customer Service. I was talking to a cool customer service guy for about an hour or so while sorting out an online Costco order. I started the convo kind of pissy because I got the wrong color product. It quickly grew to having a great conversation and wishing that it would go on for longer. We talked about video games and snacks and everything in between. All the things they sell at Costco. Overall, I'd been considering faking a couple of false orders or something so we could talk longer. Or even asking you to read out the catalog to me. (laughs) Yeah, could you just one by one go through everything you guys sell here? I just, I really want to understand my options. You've got time. You're on the clock. Do it. Anything to just have us chat a little bit longer. I gave you my screen name in the hopes you'd add me to that game we were both talking about. I wasn't too straightforward with you because, well, maybe you were just talking to me because of your job. I tried being sexy, and I started running the shower toward the end of the conversation in the hopes it would perk up your ears. I told you I was about to hop into the shower, and you wished me a fine evening. Maybe you weren't interested in me. Not sure, but it was the best conversation I've had in years. 
I'd like to know what her other conversations were if a discussion about the product availability at Costco was the best she's had in years. Hey, I'm going to run the shower. Have a fine evening. (laughs) And a good day to you, madam. He is not interested. Or he's just being professional. Or there's a a chance he's being professional in this scenario. Kat, in this day and age, it's nice to know that there's pros out there. That's right, Scott. That's right. I considered faking more orders from Costco. Yeah, you guys are. I'm pretty sure he's not going to enjoy that. Oh, you want to make a ton of work for me? Oh, great. By all means. Pile on. Do you guys also sell mayos and mayo in large quantities? Oh, you do. Um, Great. what about oatmeal? Just go through your grocery list. Okay, cool. Could you point me to the pre-made shepherd's pies? Oh, oh way back there. Oh, oh okay. All right. Thanks. Want to come with me? No? Okay. There's a shower on the way. Those conversations, (laughs) though, those customer service conversations when you call can go either way, though. Most of the time you get someone who's quite friendly, but sometimes it's just, I mean, I've never had a situation like this. (laughs) That's for sure. She was trying so hard to gauge some interest. He just wasn't putting anything out there. Didn't give up an inch. Good on you, sir. Yeah. I love that consummate professional attitude. That's great. Costco remains the greatest store ever. (laughs) It really is. It's one of the few places in the world where you can get a microwave, a rotisserie chicken, and a pair of jeans all in the same (laughs) place. (laughs) (laughs) This next one. This next one is called You Got Hit by a Car. Oh. And again, yeah, woman for man. This is the most wild thing I've ever seen. You were standing by yourself in a blue hoodie, smiling as I walked by on Saturday. It was around 5 p.m. Suddenly, from behind me, I heard a car screech and a loud thud. I looked back just in time to watch you get clipped by that car hard. It hit you with a thud and flung you about 180 degrees, <laughs> five feet into the air. Oh, wow. I was shocked and ran towards you as the car stopped. You rolled and yelled a bit in pain on the sidewalk now. I told you I could call 911. The car driver said they didn't have their cell phone on them. So I started to dial in a panic. That's when you grabbed my hand and begged me to stop. Don't call 911. This sounds serious. You got up and shook kind of like a large bearded collie fresh out of the bathtub. You said you were fine, yelling it as you ran toward the parking lot across the street. I'm fine! I spoke with the driver for a minute because we were confused on what to do here. They felt guilty for not seeing you, but insist you came out of nowhere. We decided to just leave things as it was and gave each other our phone numbers just in case. I'm so curious about you. Where are you? I'm pretty confident. And I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling Mm -hmm. that what happened here and the reason that he came out of nowhere and did not want the police called is because he just robbed an LCBO location. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that description again. Blue hoodie. I'm really banged up. I'm really hurt. But I can't go to jail right now. Don't call 911. Could be that. Could be, uh, I mean, hey, cocaine can be a hell of a drug, too. I mean, I feel no pain.
mean? And he just runs away. Was that a car that just hit me? <laughs> I thought it was a fly. I was going to shoot it away. Like I'm dancing on air, spun around and thrown five feet up. I think you're right. That This guy's got to be wanted, right? He's, he's wanted by police somewhere, in some spot in Canada, somewhere. He's wanted or he just finished doing something illegal. What's frustrating is he probably needs medical attention. And maybe it was something minor. I'm fine. <laughs> maybe it's something behind him. He doesn't even understand isn't even really a crime. I got weed on me. Don't call the cops. No, honestly, it's fine now. <laughs> Nobody cares. I can pop this back in its socket. I'm fine. <laughs> Don't call the cops. I need you to call shoppers because I need a lot of Band-Aids, but no cops. <laughs> wow. Poor guy. Uh, Maybe poor guy. I mean, we don't, I don't really know. know. Yeah. We'll find out when the wanted poster comes out if he matches the yep. description. <laughs>